0: Welcome back to another episode of Not Enough Asian by One Point Five Chinese Podcast. What? Right. Welcome
1: back to the very different and very informative episode in our last uh last month's episode. Today we are doing the recap of twenty twenty three.
0: Yes. Before that, let us introduce ourselves again. <laughs> yeah, that and
1: uh, we this time we recap like on time. Right now, as we are recording, it's literally twenty nine December.
0: Yes yourself for the last time for this year hi i'm mei
1: <laughs> hi Meishan.
0: hi my voice all right so what shall we talk about today all right so i don't remember like where's my intent for 2022 is so let's just throw that aside it's okay nobody that, needs to know <laughs> it's doing the truth
1: idea it's doing the truth.
0: oh yeah sorry it's the, you see i can't even get my shit together but anyway it's how the year has been huh uh-huh, yeah. So, how has your 2023 been for you? Um
1: I think like this <laughs> it's, it's one of the most traumatic and exciting years of my life. That I, can oh. I think, like, peaks and valleys, literally. Mm-hmm. So, like, um... I think I was asking Mishan before we started. Uh, do you think that this year has been the most surprising, like the most uh eventful for you? But for me, I think uh if I were to give it a rating, I would say I would give like a 7.5
0: out of ten. What about you? I would give it a eight point five out of ten for myself. Too oh, high? Last year you yeah. gave four or something. Yeah, 8. I think I gave like seven or six, I can't remember. But this year was okay for me. I mean it was to be honest, it was very exhausting. Um, throughout the entire year and towards the end of the year I thought I had an easier time but there was different things that uh, emotions that I had to deal with yeah at work itself yeah so I'll come to that later
1: I think it's correct eh? I think it has been one of the most tired year. like it's literally for me a tier 2 experience here literally tier 2 experience uh 2 this phrase in our last few episodes um it means that everything at that moment when you do this thing, everything sucks. But when you eventually finish it and then you're like, yeah, I will That's exactly what a tier two experience is. This has been the kind of your does it Does it suck sometimes? Was it very difficult? Yes. But will I do it again in a heartbeat? So that's literally what a tier two experience is. At that moment, do not
0: recommend. But after that, be like, yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> and then you go through the whole emotional cycle again. <laughs> yeah, because like you need <laughs> the whole
1: Every time after a year, like it's like, what else can I not do? Mm-hmm. You know, come up this uh triumph in your head, like, oh, I actually did that. Like, you kind of impressed by yourself.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. When yeah. I look back, especially the first half of twenty twenty three, it was the time where I had zero social life. Like, I only met like five people in that five months. You, uh, my yeah, I mean, my social life is better now. Where I have more time to, to make. Plans with other people But Most of the time Like the first five months Was just like
1: well, These two months Was because your trips got cancelled It's not yeah. like it was Worse than that. But week.
0: actually it, it got better after I think When Q3 entered So it was better then So Yeah But the first Five months Like the first two quarters Was just Really burying Myself let's in work from, Let's start from
1: the top Like January yeah. Let's do January highlights Then we go month by month Just very fast one
0: So what did you do in January? January I just came back from my Japan trip with my mom, And then right after I got a notice To start on a project That needs to be delivered In less than two and a half months So At the end of January I flew out for my site inspection To South Africa For the first time in my entire life (laughs) For February I tried salsa with my best friend For the first time Not really the first time But first time in 10 years I guess and i went well, i had to be in india for two weeks for work so that was my first time in india it was quite exciting too let's see yeah uh, what did i
1: do in january i think i was in vegas yeah so that was literally the second week of january so it started i mean of course it's been a blur right but i'm actually scrolling through my pictures right now <laughs> and it's uh exciting i guess start about a year with we a wedding. A lot of gatherings in December and then came Vegas for work trip. Uh went to the outlet, shop for a ton of stuff. Um there was a restructuring as well. So somebody, some of them were some of my colleagues were affected. So it was like again, like I said in the beginning, it's tumultuous, right? Like one second it's good and then one second it's not so good. So overall, January was like kind of busy, got
0: to see mm-hmm. my customers and then Came Chinese New Year You forgot your Chinese New Year Oh yeah What did I do for Chinese New Year? I think Chinese New Year Was just Chinese New Year I guess up, huh? Oh yeah And my dad was hospitalised in, in February oh, too god. Oh my god If Without yeah. pictures I would never remember that
1: <laughs> So February Come by And then it's my birthday And then your father Was hospitalised I was hospitalised
0: Yes I remember Oh, oh god it See, it's like It's like two Two adults Have failing memories eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so March I was oh, much for most of the weeks I was in Singapore after I came back from India so the whole the whole trip spread to like first week of March and mm-hmm. a lot of times I was in I have to be at home because my mom was in and out of the hospital just to visit to deal with my dad's issue in the hospital itself so that was quite tiring and during that period at the same time as well I was prepping for my event in April and during that four weeks in March I, I think I had a mental breakdown because there was just too much to handle and it was also one of the learnings that I had was how to learn to deal with other teammates who may not be good at their job jeez yeah uh, <laughs>
1: birthday celebration for like two weeks straight and then packing in early March to, to help my parents move Uh, that was literally 5th March and then after that moved and went and got to the hospital <laughs> the following week which is 11th March oh my and- god yeah and then thankfully they were moved into the new house so I stayed at the new house to recuperate for like another one or two weeks and, mm. and then moved on. So uh, basically there was a gallbladder infection like my gall was got burst so I have to remove that yeah and after that social for one month I didn't do any didn't meet anyone because literally cannot right so yeah also the kickoff call for the house hunt Mm. Yeah, so during the, the Recruit period We took a house We took a call And then we started Lining up all those stuff And then came a Promotion Wow, in April I was so productive In April, I even met someone That I kind Wow
2: liked.
1: Yeah And then we had a new um Dog nephew in April mm, work, 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 work A lot of work <laughs> uh, So sad, eh, our life
2: Yeah, okay. but
1: Generally, it was great I think for April We went to some events, I think I didn't travel at all in April. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way, it was just hanging out with friends, Bengal exhibition, meeting our new babies in the group and everything. Uh, no travelling until June, I believe. But yes. eventful.
0: For sure, it sounds really very eventful. Although we have to use pictures to remind us of how eventful it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the same time. Yeah. So, April came, finally could execute that event that was giving me a lot of mental breakdowns. And at the same time, um, there was also a peak where my dad was staying in the hospital for really more than two months. So, I remember spending my Hari Raya coming back from my work trip and then the same day, I had to deal with some issues Um for the event stuff, which some of the delegates got COVID in South Africa and like, you know, dealing with all the stuff and had my, however I spent in the hospital with my dad. Yeah, because um, I think your dad and I had the same
1: procedure. And yes. Like, but and my, like,
0: my dad has a bit more complicated because he's slightly older. La. Not slightly, uh, he's quite old. ah.
1: Uh. How <laughs> to recover. La. Yeah. And, um, I was already out, out and running in April. Like I was mm. looking at houses, I was running events in um April, May, and then in May I even went to the beach, which means I'm fully healed, like went on a beach trip mm. cousin. Um then started traveling again in June. So like I said, it's it's really ups and downs, but um it's really more eventful than anything. Um mm. I think uh after that period for me it has been in May it was also the the start of the interview for this current a job that I'm in right now. So mm-hmm. it was starting, things were starting to ferment and change in May, I would
0: say. Yeah. So for myself, May itself, I had a work trip to Philippines, Boracay, And it was a work trip that didn't feel like a work trip because client wanted to do everything. So technically, we were sent there to... Use eye power to get things done <laughs> and score like a nice beach holiday in a way or another. And it was also the time where most of my work stuff has died down for the first half of the year. So I had a family holiday to Australia to meet mm-hmm. my extended family. So that was one of the best times that I had in twenty twenty three. Um, just with my family itself, mm-hmm. and also the time where I realized that I didn't have social life for the last five months because I was like trying to look into the pictures while I was at the airport. I was like, hmm? No friends are, ah, Mishan. <laughs> you,
1: you have, I think in your feet there's a lot of work, work, work related. Things. A lot, eh? Yeah. So, uh, then for me, it's like if it's not work, then it's like my friends or my family. So, like when June rolled by, uh, there was a lot of gatherings as well. I'm looking at it right now. And then there was a fake housewarming for my parents on, in June. Fake housewarming. Yeah,
2: so we did a fake housewarming.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's quite friends, funny. Friends, everybody came. And uh, June was also the month where... Actually, i literally just looking at my phone right now. I think it was the day where we where we recorded the podcast with Lin and Yiling in June. Yeah, on it Plastic Sisters. Day. Yeah, yeah. That literally that day, we I went to see this house that I'm currently living in right now. That's crazy. 10 June.
0: Yes, I remember you said you after the podcast, you have to rush off to meet your realtor and your friend to see yeah. this particular house. And then, boom, there you are here. <laughs> exactly, it's
1: just, yeah, because I'm looking at it, I'm like, "This is this is a sign." Because, uh, after the viewing and everything, we made a decision maybe less than an hour to, to put in offer. And as we exit the building downstairs, we saw a very big golden retriever that is very old, mm-hmm. and she was she was just chilling. Like he was looking at us smiling and was like, "Yeah, you guys should buy this house." So <laughs> really, we were like wondering. <laughs> And then she just smiled at us, then we like, fuck it. If the dog is having such a good life in this estate, we'll do it. So we literally put it in an offer and then uh, after maybe two weeks, we
0: got the house. Mm, nice. Wow. Yes. June was uneventful for me because I was in Singapore I think the entire month. Like a lot of family gatherings and stuff to to go to new nieces that came in. I really
1: realized that you have no so- socials, huh?
0: Uh-huh, yes. And then yeah. <laughs> and then July it was full blown for work again. For the next half of 2023 so i was in iceland uh, for inspection in july what was the first time in my life that i experienced of uh, like a 24 hours daylight kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah so it was quite an interesting experience it was still very cold when i was there like i think the average temperature was between 10 to 12 degrees it could go lower to like i don't know one to two degrees in some of the parts of iceland that i've uh, explored uh, for work itself yeah but the first time when i slept at 10 pm the it was like the afternoon sun outside. Eh? Like, I have a picture of it that the sun was just sipping through the blackout curtains and I was just like, huh, it's 10 o'clock, but I can't sleep because it's so bright. <laughs> yeah, so that was quite fun. Oh, what June
1: extended uh, Lin's wedding as well. Remember I you were talking about it? Yeah, exactly. So then work, 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 work again. And then uh, then Penang for my friend's 40th birthday. was hmm. Was we in the same month. So a lot of things then, subsequently, July was a uh, beach beach trip. So in June, July, I was travelling. July, we went to Lombok and Gili, which was magical. I don't think I've shared this at all yet, but we basically uh, saw baby sea turtles. It's where you free the baby sea turtles. And it was magical because it was just waking up the day of adventure at sea, snorkeling. and then It was fantastic with no Wi-Fi, of course.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember you told me about the trip after you came back. Like, you feel more refreshed, I guess? Yeah, and we get to do all the things that we both like, which is to see, we have the cat cafe, we
1: went to the, we went to see sea turtles, we went swimming, and, uh, well, I I like the the water part the most. And the the water was so clear in Gili, so for those who have never been to Bali or Lombok, Indonesia, it's all Indonesia. And Gili, like, highly recommend. Uh, Mm. We will go back and maybe next year. Basically, Gili Island had a lot to offer. They have like jewelry making class, they have yoga class, they have snorkeling class, they have open field Mm -hmm. snorkeling Basically, the water there uh, makes it very easy for all kinds of water, sea spots. So, highly Mm -hmm. recommend going there. And they have no, mainly because they have no cars, no vehicles on the island. They only have horse. So, horse carriages or electronic vehicles and bicycles. So that's how mm. different the island is. So highly recommend to anyone who has never been.
0: So nice. Yeah,
1: that's uh July and then August we went to JB for a birthday my friends uh trip birthday trip by John Hengji very kindly planned everything. So
0: August for me I had I was rushing for this event which has less than six weeks of lead time, um. So I ended up in Osaka during that month. It was quite fun. It was a market that was very difficult Japan. Um, but everything fell into place, and also the time where I decided to go out and meet people like, just not just my personal friends, but human beings that I don't know, which is a good thing. I have a social life then. Yeah, so wouldn't say that it's very eventful because mm. what took up most of my um, time in August itself.
1: August also meeting my friends, um, mm. spent two days in Johor. Malaysia, September was when I started the new job. So September mm. was like handing over. Um, I think August, September was the start of many friends, extended family dying, mm. Literally the, there, there was three deaths in two weeks kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Not directly impacting me, but one of them was like my cousin's cousin-in-law's brother, which we have met. And it was very freaky because he's birthday was no his birthday is one day before me and he's the same age as traumatizing because he was like one of those called out nowhere and then somebody called and say oh hmm. so uh then there was some close friends um relatives passing as well who we have met and but so that was me trying to process and then plus starting on the new job in September I think that was hmm.
0: September that was- for me was quite interesting we were doing some racial harmony kind of, uh, podcast, I think a couple of months before. So during that month, I decided to go for a two days Teochew workshop to brush up my Teochew.
1: explain <laughs> oh, to the audience what is Teochew?
0: Oh yeah, Teochew is one of the main dialect group in Singapore. So in Singapore, I mean, besides being a Singaporean Chinese, they usually they have like, in the village or the kampong, we call it, they, they live in, they speak a certain dialect. So most of the people in Singapore, um, uh, Hokkien dialect background, Teochew dialect background, Hainanese dialect background, Hakka dialect background. Is there any others? I think these are the main four.
2: Say, yeah.
0: Oh, and Cantonese. So five. Yeah, so my family, my maternal side of family, which is Fully Chinese uh, speaks Cantonese Hokkien Teochew, but they use and Hakka. But Teochew is the main language that they like. My mom and her siblings speaks to each other. So I used to get very confused during Chinese New Year because like there's so many different dialects that is coming in. I formulate my sentence in dialect in different dialects in one sentence, which confuses oh, yeah. people. Yeah, and I was like when I asked my mom about How it. How many dialects can you speak? I can understand Hokkien Cantonese. Uh, but Speaking on a basic level, I can speak only. <laughs> yeah, but but you know Chinese New Yorkers like so my maternal uncles will speak to each other in Cantonese, my maternal aunt and my mom themselves they will all speak in. Tiu-tiu. And then when my late grandmother was around, she only speak Hakka to her to my auntie and uncles. So, mm-hmm. can you imagine in this conversation, one person speak Hakka, this person? reply in Cantonese, and then this person replies in Teochew, and I'm just like, okay, guys, I cannot hear the difference, so I decided that, you know what, I'm going to go for this workshop for two days to finally understand what went wrong, like, in my my listening. So, actually, one thing that I learned from the workshop is Hokkien and Teochew, some of the words that they use sounds very similar, it's just in different tones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a takeaway. I cannot give you an example because I cannot remember, but yeah, that's what I learned. So now when I speak, when I want to attempt to speak Teochew, I can speak roughly and everybody can understand me because I'm, I'm only speaking in one dialect, not uh, several dialects in one sentence. Well, so that was quite fun. Yeah,
1: the of what they are talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I usually can understand like 70% of what my aunts and uncles are talking about when they speak in the dialect. Um, it's just that because we don't practice it at all. I uh, can understand, but we don't speak. So I, I'm pretty sure you also can understand the dialects that your parents and your aunt and uncles are yeah, speaking. I think, like between,
1: I think Singapore is that, that multiracial, uh, hmm. and you have not uh, not heard about what Singapore is like uh, racially, uh, do listen to all the episodes of our podcast. Hmm. Basically, uh, we, as Chinese, uh, as a, as the majority of Singaporeans are Chinese, Within the Chinese community, there are also many, many dialects. So, uh, like Meishan mentioned, I can understand maybe Teochew, Hokkien, Hakka, Cantonese, but I can only speak maybe Hokkien. A lot of Hokkien people. So, mm-hmm. these are all provinces of China and their dialects. So, our ancestors, no doubt, they come from... There is no organic Singaporean. Uh, we don't have origins, So I'm saying.
0: We don't have, yeah. That Shan maybe the Malay, only the Malay Singaporeans, really I guess. Most
1: of your family uh, as well. Mm. Uh, some of our older Generations in Can speak Malay as well Because uh, our national Language is actually Yeah Yeah So that's that said, uh, we, we can probably Understand uh, most of What our But as we go along The generation uh, There's lesser and Lesser people
0: mm. Even so, like speaking yeah. Chinese itself Or like the tongue itself Is getting lesser From younger folks Now You know that
1: Chinese is no longer A compulsory subject For pre For JC Oh is it? Now there's no Middle <coughs> free U, Oh, okay. Free university. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so maybe next year we can continue the Rage Harmony topic again. Mm. Culture, language wise, and invite younger folks to come in and talk. So uh, we'll give a. Uh, we will have not decided or we'll discuss this uh later. Like, what are the highlights of the year for the podcast later in this episode? And yep. I think that will be October.
0: Right. Uh, now September. So after the teacher class, I had a work trip to Turkey, Istanbul, for the first time, and that was the start of my nightmare for the next, um, uh, yeah. the the end of the year itself. Yeah. So I'll come to that later on. Okay. So now we're in October. October. October.
1: I I knew in September, October. I was just dealing with the the news or the bad news of death and working very hard trying to understand what's going on. Um,
0: October went for poetry class and October is where we met at the Sam Smith concert, randomly. Yes, yes. Randomly, she was just sitting like two rows in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were coming. I didn't know I was going as well until the day itself.
1: <laughs> what did you think of a concert as someone who was put in maybe nine hours before?
0: I wasn't expecting much because I I do listen to Sam Smith, but his earlier albums before he became super flamboyant and happy with his body, period. Very straight looking, I guess. That period. Sorry, Sam Smith, if if you feel offended, but yeah, whatever. Okay, so during that period, I was really having another band breakdown because of this particular work stuff that I was dealing with. And that day, I remember I was very, very busy with trying to finish all my emails and all the updates and stuff like that. And then I received a ma- random message with like, Hi, are you free tonight? I'm like, what you want? From, to my friend. <laughs> it's like, I have one ticket. Uh, one of my friends couldn't make it for the Sans concert and then he's letting go of his ticket. Then I'm just like, uh, okay, what time would that be? Because I don't even know he was coming to Singapore during then and then yeah. he was like like I think it was 8 something or something along that line so I said, okay, Ken but how much is the ticket? Because I obviously need to pay for it, right? I don't want to you know, just take for free. So initially they say they can give me for free, but I say okay, then I'll pay half for the for the thing. because uh, technically I wasn't expecting myself to go. So when I went, I sat down. The whole pro- the whole show started. It started very normal. I really loved the dresses that he wore. I'm just like, oh my god, I want to be in those dresses. But the highlight came when he decided to street. I was like, my face oh, was just like, was so hmm.
1: Singapore. That's why
0: I guess so. And then he was, <laughs> he, he was like a- feeling himself, and oh, apparently like everybody was like, oh yeah, this. This is the same thing that he has done for the other concert right, that, he, right, that he's been
1: in. Rolling on the floor half naked.
0: Yes, with the whatever tongs or like trunks or something. Then my friend was like, oh my god, Misha, don't look, don't look. <laughs> yeah, but I guess. really enjoyed it myself. It really helped to uh like ease some uh, anxiety and tension that I was um, dealing with during the entire month itself. So it was really funny, but I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it
1: was a break for you. I it was
0: life changing
1: for me. Or well, while well, it's a break for you, because mm. uh, I booked this so long ago that I can't even remember when. Like we were like <laughs> me and Lin were like, Lin and I was like, oh, this is happening. We're like yeah, but we were both sick, you know, that week. So mm. it was down with flu, and she almost like lost her voice, so she can't really answer Sam Smith when Sam Smith's like
2: Singapore,
1: and she's like, eh.
2: she can't kind of really answer. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know, she's rest on me on the other house. Up issues. So when Stan, Sam Smith says stand up and jump, I'm like, I can't. If I jump, <laughs> I we were like two sick kittens at the concert, but we really, really enjoyed. It. And mm. I was so emotional. I never thought. And I, I, for, I forgot the fact that I actually bought tickets and and I'm and I'm watching it live. You know, like it was. Mm. It didn't occur to me when, until I sat down and then like the first song came out. I'm like, oh, I'm watching it live. This is like life changing bucket list item for me. Like I know it's not the 0 stadium or like you know mm. Park, but like Sam Smith is just right there. Mm. Right that I've been listening to for like don't know how many years and obsessed with his voice by the way. So
0: Yeah, it was really good. Although, like, the part where he sang Unholy, I was a bit scared because the entire look and feel on stage and the imagery was a bit too... It was too much, la, in my opinion. I was like, oh my god, where's is zi? You know? But anyway... For us, eh? We were, like, looking forward to that song. And we actually listened to the set list maybe a week before. Like, mm. before. So, we but know I'm th- glad that I could... I mean, 90% of the songs that he sang, I could sing along with it, even though, like, Towards his the newer albums after he became a bit more flamboyant, I wasn't really like focusing on his songs. But because he's so popular, it's always in the mainstream, um, music, uh, like radio station or whatever, right? So most of the songs like you, can, oh, is he sing one? uh ah? like, you know, when when I was there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Like uh, I'm a hardcore fan, so like most of like apro- I would say ninety percent of the songs that I know. There were some that were not his songs.
0: Mm. Yeah, we were the last. yeah last last few stops of his world tour was nice i love it and in october itself i went to watch this musical called and juliet oh it was amazing yeah it's it's like a what's that thing called like brought you back to the 2000s late 90s to early 2000s you know the songs that they play how they streamline the entire musical set i just like oh my god i brought my mom with me so she really enjoyed herself like she could she could understand the entire flow and was... Thank
1: you. I find it so good that they went twice.
0: Wow. Yeah, but it's really very good. I really think it's not bad. And for the price that we pay for the tickets, I think it's quite worth it also. Yeah. Because we really enjoy it and there's no there's no parts that you felt boring. But the so, came
1: so late that I didn't manage
0: Yeah. So going coming to November, so that was the time where two of my events that I was preparing for uh, because of natural disasters and unforeseen circumstances, um the projects were either cancelled or put on hold. And that was another part where I had to deal with this entire whole new ball game of like dealing with the cancellations, postponement, blah blah that kind of stuff. And I think at some point I blame myself for it for no reason. Because it's like some because I feel like is it my problem that it did not happen. Even though like it's because of like whatever natural disaster and the current affairs thing that is ongoing in the certain regions that they are supposed to fly to, and just nice both are my events and those are the events that are supposed to end my year on a high note in a way because I was really planned for it like the start of quarter three, yeah. so I was I felt really upset la, towards the end. But um by the end of November I was just like my holidays. I was like yeah I finally can have my entire December to myself. So. December I think November December is like I was a bit more relaxed although I still have these pending issues that I need to deal with mm, yeah.
1: yeah because uh I think navigating like how you feel about this kind of last minute cancellation or like this is just things that that happen right something especially- yeah. For so long. Right? It's not
0: like we plan for it to be cancelled or postponed and then like obviously to some other people they want to make jokes like oh hey eh, now you are them free yeah. but I'm just like but I really put in like 3-4 months of hard work into these projects that is supposed to happen in the next couple of weeks and then it's just gone like that. So people don't see that part and at the same time dealing with these emotions after and yeah it was tough to be honest I'm over with it already, lah. I just want to, <laughs> I'm just happy that it's
1: done. So uh, I think uh, November wrapping up towards the end Which is nearer to where we are now Uh, The last t- few things that was impactful for me Was I went to Mama Mia Which I enjoyed a lot I needed a break from all the work mm. um, There was uh, the LKY uh, experience the link mm. Highly recommend if, um, if you have never been uh, I think it's still going on to the next year And we did a one-week Korea trip Before my big event on 5th December Which went really really well So we're trying to just after 5th December winding down the year, I'm yep. still on long, long, long catch-up move, Um, in the midst of moves, and I'm packing, unpacking, you know, settling the house. So it's, as usual, crazy time after the year. It's life lah.
0: Finally, we are in December this month. What happened this month for me was my younger brother finally got married. So yay! Congratulations the to him. People ask you when
1: it's your turn, right?
0: Yeah, a lot of people ask me. So like, I went around to be like, oh, soon next year, oh, you never ring, uh your boyfriend? Oh, no lah, no lah, not now la, not now, maybe next year. <laughs> of
1: how the, how situation is going, right? Because I'm buying it. I think I spoke a lot in some of the, sound of the mm. episodes, right? Um, it's uh joint single scheme, which is a scheme that Singapore allows you to do. And uh because of that, like, people are asking like, oh, so are you guys a couple? And I said, we are, we're not, but maybe next time I'll have someone and there's someone better than I'll be able to afford something even nicer and bigger hmm. so that has been the most asked question I think about the house situation but hmm. um, it is what it is and I'm already living here as of uh, twenty six December so it's, Yay! it's slowly so like next year hopefully with this sorted, it'll be less chaotic and again back to focusing on work and trying to figure out everything then hmm. we go from there
0: Yeah. And then for me, December ended with me finishing a holiday with my best friend. So we used to do like our annual Southeast Asia tour. We finished Myanmar, Laos, Cambodia. And then because of COVID, we stopped for that three years. And then this year, we decided to go to Vietnam, Hanoi. And it was like a military training because every single day we had something to do. I was just sharing with Joyce before the podcast started. I was just like, oh my God, my legs were screaming for help like throughout the entire trip. So... Yeah, that one I will share maybe in another podcast about personal travels because it was really a very very fun experience for me. Yeah, we still have
1: more personal travel stories that we haven't we haven't Shared really- much. Yes. To come for that. Okay, then since we wrapped up like everything for this year, then um the three highs, three lows of softensim- the year.
0: Hmm. So the highs for this year for me was, one, work was very fulfilling. I set up an intention that I really wanted to do uh, unique destinations and also more experiential kind of events uh, for my work goals itself, which I got to experience it. And for the first time in, I think, seven years, I finally found another event that I think was a highlight of my career. The last one was actually back in 2016 uh, in the O agency. I think that was one of the proudest event that i've done because whatever that i envisioned it came alive and then that stuck there i think the one this year was one that could top the one in 2016 because whatever that i envisioned it came alive and i think it's really meeting the right people the right team that manage all these things so i was very very happy with that so that was the first high second high would be um, spending a lot of time with my family um, after covid I could finally do a family holiday. Although my dad wasn't with us because he was in the hospital, finally we flew to Australia, uh, Melbourne to meet my extended uh, Australian family there. So it was very, very nice. Cause the last surviving, the elder in the family is in is in Australia. So, um, she didn't want to fly into Singapore. We actually asked her to come into Singapore many times, but um, because she feels because she's like eighty something, close to ninety, so she she was afraid. Like you know, she became a burden and blah blah that kind of stuff that So decided that we fly out to meet her and then next year my other extended family from singapore will be visiting her as well so she will have a lot of people to entertain her for a while yeah kind, yeah so i'm quite kind of happy for that la and then the last high would be i like really work on the work-life balance this time around because last year because covid ended so abruptly in a way not ended but like just kick in suddenly and then like, you just accelerate crazily um, in terms of work so catching up with social life was a bit difficult so this year was slightly easier uh, in a way or another although first five months I don't have a life but managed to get a life after the fifth month onwards so I was very happy on that three lows itself mm, there's really a lot of lows I think mental breakdown I think I I have lesser mental breakdowns as I grow older and wiser thank you very much (laughs) 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 but at the same time I think Learning how to deal with the emotions was something that I'm still in a work in progress thing. So like first half of the year, the work the mental breakdown was quite bad. And um, because I was relying, I wouldn't say relying, but I was I was having so much confidence that my senior team, the team member will be able to get it together. So I have lesser worries on whatever. But end up I had to put in like triple the work so that I can get things running. Yeah. So that was one that I learned. And also there's a senior member of the team that was um, tech with me for most of the projects. I really felt very mentally exhausted because I had to deal with people's emotions and stuff like that. Um, The other two those I don't really have a lot this year. I think this year, I'm generally quite happy. That's why I gave a rating of 8.5. So I think that's about it, I guess. <laughs> for me, yes, what I, about you?
1: For not thinking about things. Uh, I think... <laughs> I was say in the beginning, this is like a tier two experience here. Three right? yeah. high, probably. I think I've achieved most of the intent that I've set out. Although both of us cannot remember where the piece of paper or wherever we save our intent, uh, <laughs> we really can't find it. After moving our house, even was I can't even find. I, know, okay.
0: I mean, I'll find it. Also, I don't
1: know where is it. I'm telling you, the beginning of the year that I need to change a job or I need to move out. <laughs> of the- no one must happen by June, and it slowly happened but if the, if that opportunity came in May and I wasn't even looking. So I was it slowly happened and eventually it happened in September. So a little bit of delay, but it's still on the point because I was very, very sure I need to leave the environment and that or I need to move out of Singapore. And I said to you, I said, um, I don't move out of Singapore, then I need to get a house. If I don't get yes. a house, I move out of Singapore. So it's either, either or situation, I like kind of set my intent in the beginning of the day I didn't even have a timeline and as I said when we start planning in April, uh first week of April I said to my friend, I said we need to do this before September because i know gonna be it's gonna be crazy before September and there will be no grants after September or in a loan situation here. So hmm. we managed to close by June. Yeah. So in three months we have managed to close within the three months because we started in uh, April month. Uh, so by right we should close off uh for, for the transaction to go through before September we had we had to work backwards and say close by June, July. And hmm. also the period where both of us get the most busy to July, and we have no time to do viewings. So everything just managed to fall in place for some reason. I think when you think hard enough, that's great. So I think the, the three highs basically work portion, I feel much more fulfilled now uh, where I am in this new place. The house portion, very, I feel very lucky that everything went quite smoothly and uh, we, we didn't break the bank to get a house. And then I think three is I'm just happy that the people that are important to me are still healthy, alive kicking. And like my family and friends portion, I'm I feel very my cup is very full when it comes to that. Hmm. That's yeah. good. good of the year. I think the three low will be not so much of a work life balance, especially after uh, September now. I'm trying still trying to get the balance. Uh I think health, uh in terms of not the health scale was great actually because it got rid of most of the problems that I was facing health-wise. I was, that's why I was facing so many digestion issues, right? So then uh, the healthier part, like continuing the healthier part is not happening just because of how busy work is. So going into the new year, there, there is definitely plans to eat better, to take care of myself better, to start working out. Like because of the new job in the house situation, the working out part has totally gone out. So I need to go back on that course. Most of last year it was like, um, Zumba on one day and swimming on the other day and mm. I think it was Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday something like that and then uh, once twenty twenty three hit everything went out the window so I restarted the engine again you know what routine works for me so that's to the second low point I think the third low point was the amount of like sudden death and news like the amount of surprises that came out that were not so great well. mm. I because
0: mean death is always yeah uh, it's quite painful less, less
1: bad news will be great like less people dying of me will be great so um, yeah <laughs> okay because like <laughs> see, these are things that you will not prefer, prepare for in a year right
0: yeah I mean it's a natural thing to happen in life but uh, when it comes it usually no matter how prepared you are you're not prepared that's all I can say it's such high
1: volume in such a short time frame mm-hmm. it's just yeah. very scary so uh, I think this year is truly been a year of um Holding on to the people that you love and doing the best you can every in every way, like living living very hard and creating an impact. Whatever you do, living very hard. That that is when you actually feel like you.
0: Alright, so do you want to share with the listeners the three things you learned from twenty twenty three? Wow, you go (laughs) first. (laughs) I go first. Ah, I purposely ask you so that I I can go later.
1: (laughs) Three things I learned. Ah, um, I I have stopped three worrying. Like, I have learned that pre-worrying is, there's no point. The energy, the sleepless night in pre-worrying does not give you anything. And even though I'm trying to tell myself about pre worry I learned to deal with it in at that moment where I'm supposed to deal with it. That means I don't think about it happening, I'll just allocate the time and that mind space to deal with that thing at that moment. Then you realize, oh, actually it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my key learning. And uh, I think another thing is, Everything is going to happen properly as far as you plan it, things are all in place. And the little hiccups along the way, you can't control all. So you just let it it be or let it happen. Mm. I think letting it be and letting it happen has been pretty much this year.
0: For me, I think similar to you because I'm somebody that, you know, when something happens, before it happens, I will overthink a lot. Like, I will think about 100 scenarios and stuff like that. So, this year, beginning of the year, I had a very... I wouldn't say it's the most difficult decision to make for this particular event. But it was something that to other people, when they hear it, it may not make sense to them. So, I actually worry for that for two full days. I even wrote down a script, how to I get this idea across to clients. And then, you know what? When I pick up the phone call on the third day of the worrying, I to say, oh, okay, because of whatever, whatever reasons okay, we this is the only option and this is the best option. I really explore the other hundred options really. Mm-hmm. And that phone call less than three minutes, she said, okay, that's it. Eh? And I was like, why did Don't I borrow? For- exactly. So I was like, okay. And then uh, of course like everybody knows that I, I believe in in God itself. So I also believe that as long as we put in the work. As long as we, we yeah. set the intentions right, right, whatever that happens next will always fall in place properly. And to be very honest, there's a solution to all situations. Even if there's no solution, right, there will be the worst case solution that you can use to get over whatever that you are facing. So that's one right. thing. It's between us, solving solving problems problems
1: and all this kind of thing it's not. It's like we can deal with it as it We're not people who cannot. They think on our feet or like flexible or mm. agile things but that's that's the part where we that's the part where we have to uh be very clear that i you know, be worrying is not going to get us anywhere and yes we, whatever we can prepare we have to prepare, and yep.
0: letting ourselves go i think that, that is a uh, like being accountable is one thing but don't be like it's, don't it's be not be too hard on yourself if the things just don't go your way like the planned way do,
1: you don't ah uh, this is
0: the thing you don't mm. fail on silence. yes yeah, I agree. So, this one.
1: Oh, so many things. Why, the, why is it you that fucked this up? Unless it's clearly your fault that you fucked this up, then which we will not get there because we're not that kind of people. Lah.
0: Mm. And then the last thing I learned this year was I mean, it has. I've always been spending a lot of time with my family, but I always tell myself when I get busy, right? How many more 10 years do I have to spend with uh, my loved ones? Because we are much older now, like right in our early thirties. And when I in look at all our family pictures, right, you can see that the adults are not the adults. <laughs> I'm an adult now, but the our like uncle, aunties, our parents are really the hair is getting greyer. I think this year, really, I spend even more time not just with my direct family, but also my extended family to see them more. So sometimes I feel guilty that I'm not good attending some of the very small, boring functions that they have. Do my best to. To see them this year I think I lost one or two of my extended family uh like in the beginning of the year. So which means that all the festivities in 2024 will see lesser people because the old oh, the elders are not around anymore. So this is one thing that I learned now. <laughs> okay, so you want to share a little
1: bit on uh, an overview standpoint of our podcast, how it's doing and you know what what has been the highlight for, for the podcast? Mm-hmm.
0: One? Okay, so we were just talking about this before we recorded this episode. In um, 2023, we actually recorded a total of 24 episodes since we started the podcast in 2022. So yay! pat on our back! woohoo!
1: Um, we are very surprised we got this far.
0: Yes, very, very <laughs> surprised because our schedule uh, is quite packed. But the thing is that um we are very accountable. <laughs> so we, we do our best to meet like one uh, once every month just to do the podcast. And... I'm, I was very happy when I clicked, when I scheduled for the last podcast mm-hmm. on Enough of Babies. Um, I was like, oh my God, it's episode 24. Eh. Like, oh my God, how, how did I we think do it's that? Happening after
1: talking about it for a year and a half.
0: Mm, yes.
1: We, we, very early in the game, we wanted to talk about it, and eventually we managed to somehow get someone who actually did it to push it.
0: And also, I think looking back for Asian podcast, we started back in twenty twenty one November in Heng Remember when uh COVID <laughs> was still a thing. I <laughs> that yeah
1: COVID. It's a It's a COVID baby, but make it a podcast.
0: Yes, and um during that time, I remember very clearly our very first recording did not make it to air. We scraped it off and we re recorded it in twenty twenty two. Um, that was the start where. Once we recorded it, right, We never we never look back uh, whatever we record, we'll just air it and then just probably some parts that's a bit more sensey, sensitive, sorry, uh, we just cut it out. But otherwise, most of our podcasts, there's no re-recording. And we're also very, very grateful for the guests. Although we only have two guests that appeared, um, Lin and Yiling. We're very, very grateful for them um to um to join us on our podcast. And uh while I was searching through our Spotify um wrap-up of 2023. The Most Listened Podcast was Enough of Plastic Sisters, both episodes. So yeah, July, July's episode? I think so. Was it July? I can't remember, but it was a topic that was quite fun because I guess, you know, female friendships has a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. And the one for 2022, the Most Listened Podcast was Not Enough Dating, which we have them as our guests as well. So so I think they are the star to, uh, road to our monetizing of the podcast.
1: We're still, we still on the way. <laughs>
0: So we will
1: get there. So, uh, actually, yeah, wow. last month we have mentioned, uh, we started the uh, Instagram and everything. So, yes, we are now in the midst of preparing for um our content to be on uh, Instagram as well. So next time when we plug it, we have to still... now later when you plug your drink, put our Instagram handle, okay?
0: Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. So we finally have um an Instagram account after e links push, like she literally sat next to me and be like, have you sign up for the Instagram? I actually shut down my computer already, but she's like, No, 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 no. Do it now. <laughs> and within that, like, I don't know, half an hour, while she's like intently staring at me, I posted the first post as well. No, I we posted the first post as well. So that's a good start. So in 2024, I think one of the goals for The Enough Asian is to have more social presence, I guess. Road to monetization. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that too. Um, of course. Again, any any of these inquiries, you may you may email us, drop us again. But the point is, we want to still talk about things that we care about and things mm. that matter to people. Um, not just it's not just the superficial stuff, you know. So sharing, of course, what we have learned along along the way, and also very grateful and very, uh, thankful that so many people have joined us along the journey, and um. There's been a good amount of followers for some uh a podcast that has zero social presence. So <laughs> now is the year that we build on the social presence when we have a bit more content to push up mm. from the binge hear us. Um the the racial portion, the Singapore aspect of things, the Asian in the, in the world point of view has never changed. Mm. Um, what has been added on is more colour of like um female topics. Friendship, travel, family,
0: friends So, yeah, um, yeah. There will be some current affairs that um, comes along the way yeah, um, yeah, because this year we also spoke about Some political scandals uh, um, In one of our podcasts Which was very appropriate, I guess uh, During that period of time It was so, something
1: that we had doing But eventually we did it But all in all, I think a big thank you to everyone who is listening And who has been listening Or are new uh, to join us uh, More to look forward to 24. 24. You have a
0: favorite episode this year. Wow, I think one of my favorite was um the definitely not enough babies. I think that was one that I really learned quite a little bit uh on because we did some research and then we have e perspective. She went through the process. Um so that was one that I really, really liked I think the other one is of, of course the racial harmony and the uh enough of being petty. <laughs> I love those series. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah the male, male version of uh the a body image part two, which is the male version. Uh I think for me it was still the episode we had me, uh, we recorded Elaine and Elaine the first one. Oh part. yes. So that's yeah. still what I treasure the most. I think that dynamics is very hard to find and gel mm. gels so well and, and uh has the same values in terms of you know what uh, the friendships and stuff. Mm. Uh special so shout out for the male uh Male body image I think that was a Surprisingly Educational Yeah Yeah? I mean like
0: It's a bit one-sided Because we are both females Talking about male perspective But of course If any of our male friends Are willing to share
1: Just need to step up The male friends Have rejected (laughs) us Two or three times now (laughs) Calling out Um, to any male Strong male body That can You can be hetero You can be You can be gay I don't care Just (laughs) Yeah get your ass on the podcast and give us your POV because we can talk to the girls, come home, but none of these people are <laughs> enough to
0: comment. Yeah, so, I mean, next year, we are also envisioning to have more guests um coming up to our podcast to share, like, like the finding a home journey, doing our financials, yeah, those very adulting kind of stuff that oh. I, I'm quite interested to learn from them as well. So, these are those that we are going to prep um, for 2024. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: more to come. So, thank you for staying with us. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Um, Mishan,
0: where can they find us? Yes, yeah, so, if you have any questions, feedback, or even topics that you want us to talk about, you can first drop us an email at notenoughasian1.5gmail.com and follow us on our social media. Uh, the only social media that we have, Instagram, at notenoughasian1.5. 1.5. 1.5. 1.5. Yes, i still very new to this, so I'll yeah, end this by script. <laughs>
1: of our Instagram page so do keep follow we will update our latest episodes uh, and link up on in the social page mm. so feel free to interact with us for as well we will we will try our best to get back to you next it's crazy life
0: so till then Happy New Year everyone yes have a blessed 2024 and yeah. I hope everybody can spend more time with their loved ones and have success in whatever yeah. they are working on keep yeah. your cup full everyone alright
1: we will hear you next time Goodbye.